0: Well, hello, I'm Kimberly Rock, and for the last 20 years, I've been running my own businesses that have not only been profitable, but personally fulfilling to me. And so now I'm on a mission to help other women just like you do the exact same thing. Now we're gonna have some fun, so let's get started. Well, hello, this is Kimberly, it's episode 56, and I am so glad that you are here today. I'm talking about how many frogs you need to kiss. Before you find your business prints, are you curious about what I'm going to talk about today? Well, I hope so. If you are new, welcome. I'm so happy you're here. Each week I provide valuable tips for making money, doing what you love, and creating the impact you are meant to be making through your very own business. And if you haven't grabbed my free resources, scroll down right now and you can get my handy 16-step checklist, which helps you get your business started so you know what you should be doing. And I also have a business purpose guide that helps you really match up your strengths and skills and passions to find a viable business option to make sure you're on the right track with that. So get those free tools right now, download them, and one more thing, make sure you hit subscribe. If you're an Apple podcast, Spotify, whatever player you're listening to, make sure you hit subscribe because then it'll just notify you every time I drop a new episode, which is usually Thursday mornings, but you never know, right? So make sure you do that. And if you're a longtime listener, I wanna thank you so much. You all are so amazing and I appreciate all of your reviews so much. I'm gonna read one today. I'm giving a shout out to Darren Fowler, 85. It says, Kimberly seems so genuine in her desire for our listeners to be successful. It makes her a pleasure to listen to and I really believe she wants me to be successful. She's real and relatable, and she shares good, usable information. Oh, my goodness. Darren Fowler 85, you hit the nail on the head. I appreciate this so much. I do want you all to be successful. I really do. That's why I do this every week. That's why I help women get their businesses started, because I believe so many of you don't realize what you are truly capable of. And I hope that this podcast motivates you and inspires you. And gives you the tools and steps and everything you need to keep moving forward. So, thank you so much, Darren Fowler85. If you have never taken time to rate this podcast, maybe you've been listening for a while and you do find value in it, you do find that I'm helping you along. I would be so grateful if you would just quickly hit the five star rating, whether you're an Apple, Spotify, you just scroll down right now, you hit the five stars, you've done it, bam, that's awesome. But if you've never written a review, These written reviews help me so much and they help tell Apple and the other players that my podcast is valuable to you. So if you have 60 seconds to write a review like that, it would mean so much to me. So thank you all so much. Okay, on to the episode. Well, hello everyone. I'm so glad that you are here today. Today I'm sharing... The concept that you have to kiss a lot of frogs before you find your business prince. And we all kind of know the story, right? It, that it takes some practice. It takes some navigating to find that perfect one, right? We all know this. Even if like I was just thinking about things like when you were young and you had to switch schools, did any of you have to move while you were in school, whether it be an elementary or high school, or maybe you went to a college where you didn't hardly know anyone you had to kind of navigate, right? You had to find your way so you could find your right friends and people. Sometimes it's harder for us than others to find those right people, but it can be a struggle, right? And once you find your people, you're like, yes, I have my good friends, like my daughter's in sixth grade. And you know she already says some of the girls have so much drama at school, right? And she's already trying to navigate to her friends that are really calm and <laughs> drama-free. But she already sees that, right? She already sees that she's had to make friends with a lot of people and realize that some of them may not be the best fit for her, that she still loves them, of course, but maybe that's not who she is best suited to be around all the time, right? So think about that. When you are trying new recipes, even for Thanksgiving coming up, Christmas, or maybe when you first started cooking, you tried to find that perfect lasagna recipe or the perfect cookie recipe, whatever it may be, you had to go through several recipes, right? You didn't normally just find the right recipe off the bat. Although I will say like the Nestle chocolate chip cookies recipe on the back, right? That's like a surefire, like, yes, that's a winner. But normally it takes some tries, right? When you're looking for a house to buy or an apartment or a house to rent or anything you kind of want to go inside. You want to see it. Maybe you take a virtual tour. Maybe you physically go in. You've got to look at a few. Usually, it's not the very first one that you see. Usually. Now, that happens, but usually, you've got to test things out, see what's working, right? Also, when you're dating, we all know this, right? You usually have to kiss a few frogs before you find your prince. Although, one of my closest, dearest friends her high school boyfriend is still her husband 25 years later. It happens, but not very often. We all know that. We even tell my son that. He's a senior in high school. We're like, most likely any girlfriend you have now is not going to be the one. The the odds are against you, right? So when you know that, it almost relieves the pressure because you don't go in thinking, this is the one. I'm stuck with this one. You ha- you step back and you realize, "Oh wait, there's actually more choices. I don't have to be stuck with this or that or if I screw something up, there's always a second chance." I want you to think about this as you are approaching starting your business. And some of you haven't even started your business yet. Some of you are in the process of starting. Some of you are just getting everything going and you're like trying to grow this thing. The good news is, you can relieve yourself of a lot of pressure by realizing that everything that you are doing right now is a trial and error, right? It's kind of like going on dates. Like you're seeing if this is really the person that you're compatible with. Everything that you're doing with your business is trial and error. So you can see what feels comfortable for you and what is working. So if you're a member of my academy, you know that's one of the very first little workshops that I have there. It's super quick, but it just talks about this whole approach to business because you have to always be testing, right? Everything is a test and it helps you to not be so emotional when things don't work. I don't know if you listened to my recent episode about taking emotions out and putting strategies in. If you haven't listened to that one, I'm going to put the link down below because that's key to this episode too is that we tend to get caught up and upset if things aren't working and we think that that means we're failing. Do you ever think that? Do you sit there and go, no one is buying what I'm making and you've got to take the emotion out of it and go, okay, well, what strategies have I put in place? What have I done to make this business visible? What have I done to test this product and make sure this is what people actually need and want? What have I done to test the pricing and make sure my pricing is in line? There are so many things, so many variables that are in play when you are a business owner. So today I want to go through some scenarios that you may be in trial and error mode or that you will be in trial and error mode and you will have to kiss a lot of frogs before you find that prince. For example... When you are trying to figure out your business model, this is kind of a big one here, but really honing in on the best business model for you and what you're offering sometimes can be a big trial and error. Sometimes you just know right off the bat, Like when I started my business, my friend and I, home accessories, we wanted to do home shows. We did that. We'd rent out spaces in lobbies of hotels and do things like that. And we'd draw in all our friends and everyone we knew. We'd blast it out on email and say, you can come shop all of our accessories. That was our business model. It was almost like pop-up shops. Like we didn't have that term back then, 20, whatever year, 20 years ago, but that's basically what it was. It was a pop-up shop. We would store the inventory at our house and then periodically we would just have shows and we would put it out either at her house, at someone's house or people could come through and buy like, like a pop-up store, right? So once I realized I didn't want to keep doing that and it was kind of exhausting, that's when I knew I wanted to take it online and it's not that... The pop-up shows weren't successful. They were highly successful, but it was that it wasn't fitting my lifestyle. I had a toddler and then I was about to be pregnant again and I knew that was coming. I wanted to have another child and I was like, there's no way I can keep this up where I'm doing all these pop-up shows and hauling around all this inventory and unpacking it and packing it in my car and it was just a big mess. And I, I kept thinking there's gotta be a better way and that's why I wanna take it online for the longevity of this business. That's kind of what you're doing right now when you're starting, you have something in your mind and it's probably working, but I can tell you now it may shift. It may very well shift. You may do some trial and error and after a while you go, you know what? This isn't for me. Or maybe you're online and it's the reverse for you where you're like online right now and you're like, you know what? When COVID's over, I literally want to do booths at holidays and I want to have shows or I want to have host events at my house, right? Because that excites you. So just realize that, that even with your business model, it's not even as much a trial and error. It's more like dating. You're moving forward in one direction, and then you're adjusting as you go. So just know that that's part of it. Don't get emotional about it. Don't get sad about it. Just say, this is the direction that I feel comfortable going. Another scenario is when you are developing your product. Sometimes you start out with one thing and then you completely redo it and shift it. Or maybe you do it intentionally. Like when I started, I just did one-on-one coaching because I didn't know exactly how I wanted to offer my knowledge. But I knew that coaching was the quickest way to money. Let's face it. And I already had the experience that was easy to get going. And that's what I would recommend to you too. When you're starting, you have to ask yourself, what is the simplest form of this where I can start making money immediately, right? And, and this is not at the expense of going in a direction that's just really not going to work for your business or that's not something that you feel comfortable doing. You're doing it because you know, right now, you feel comfortable selling this way and this product is the first way that you want to get it out. It's the first rendition, right? There was never just one iPhone. Right? They're always improving it. That's exactly what you're doing with your business. The more you learn, the more experience you gain, the more you hear feedback from customers, the more you sell something, you start realizing, you know what? I could offer it this way or that way. And yes, that excites me. And so that's how the whole evolution of your product or services works, right? It's just a part of business that things evolve, right? Your products and services will evolve and change. You see it all the time with all the famous people and their offerings. Like a lot of them had to kiss a lot of frogs before they got to the prince, before they got to the one that really works. And when they find the one, it doesn't change. Like with me, when I was selling all my Monogram gifts, we would bring in new products every year, the latest and greatest, but we had these staple items that. Always sold, and I'm not kidding, for the 16 years that I was online for my home accessories business, and we sold all kinds of personalized gifts, the engraved cutting boards were never not popular. Like, always sold, because they were staple items, they were beautiful, they were great quality. I could talk to people all day about them because they were such wonderful, meaningful gifts because you could get an engraving on the back. So people gave them as wedding gifts and anniversary gifts and gifts for their dads that barbecued and just things like that. So just now, that took a little while. I actually carried a couple of brands of cutting boards before I found the one where the vendor that I was working with was reliable. The product was amazing and people loved it. It was the trifecta. So it stayed with me for years and years. But I had to go through a lot of other products before I found the one that was really it. So that's what's going to happen for you too. You may be making a product yourself. You may be reselling. You may be offering a service. Just know that part of business is you dating your products. That's kind of what you're doing. You're like, okay, is this working? I'm going to test this one out. I'm going to test this on customers. And then you can revamp, rework, and it's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. So don't ever feel like a failure or that it's not working and you're like embarrassed because you're changing something. You look at it as, oh, this is how I'm going to make it better. And that's not putting some fake spin on it. That's being honest. I'm actually making this better so I can serve my clients better. I can get them better results, right? Okay, here's another scenario. How you attract customers may evolve over the years because you're gonna test out many different methods of trying to gain visibility for your business and you will find those one or two that are your surefire ways of attracting and creating clients. For me, this podcast works. It was my first inclination when I started this business. It was what I felt called to do. I try other methods. Some of them work. Some of them don't work. The podcast is a slam dunk. Works every time. And I thank God for that because it's nothing that I got trained on. I'm not overthinking it. I literally get on this podcast each week. I have a topic in mind in my head over the week. I sit down about 30 minutes or an hour before I'm going to record and I outline it and I speak from the heart. Okay. It works for me. So ask yourself what works for you that you feel comfortable doing to attract the right people to you. Side note, if you are in the academy we had our first call on this this week. And if you're not in the Academy, you need to get in because I have a whole workshop on how to gain visibility for your business in person and online. And I give you a whole bunch of ways. So make sure if you haven't considered the Academy to look at it right now. I'll put a link below because all these things about getting your business seen are crucial. And you are going to have to go through testing a whole bunch of different methods to find your prints. Okay? So don't get frustrated that something isn't working. Ask yourself if you're doing the right things. And if you are doing the right things with that method, and you're still not getting a return on your time, then move to the next one. Try something else because something will hit. It's kind of like the slot machines of Vegas. You know, you're like going and going and none of them hit. And then all of a sudden one hits and you're like, oh my gosh, this is like my lucky machine. I'm going to stay here. I have had that happen. I was playing dollar slots one time. I don't know why I just thought of this, but it was on this boat in Louisiana off the highway. It was like 10 a.m. and we were coming back from, were we in Louisiana? I guess so. And there was a boat and I was like, let's pull over. I had $20 dollar slots on this casino boat at 10 AM. My husband had $20. I had $20. He went to the blackjack tables. I went to the dollar slots. We left in one hour and 20 minutes and I had turned my $20 into $440 because every machine was hitting. And my husband played blackjack and lost all his money and was standing on the side of the casino watching me walk around with these things going ding, 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 ding. Okay. It just makes me laugh. That is what you're doing. That is what you're doing with your business. You're trying to wait for that ding, ding, ding of what is working that's attracting your right kind of people. And that's actually giving you a return on your investment, meaning your investment, maybe your time, it may be your money you're putting into something, whatever it is that you are doing to make people aware of your business and start bringing them in your circle and getting them kind of in your orbit is something that has to be tested. It really does. You'll find the ones that work. You'll find the ones that don't work, right? And then you spend your time on the things that work, obviously. Okay, here's another scenario. Your pricing. Pricing is hard if you own a service based business. If you own a product based business, it's super easy. I never struggled with pricing. So for this business, pricing has been much more of a longer thought process than my product-based businesses. My product-based businesses were so easy. We doubled the price. It was like the easiest thing. So like I would go to market, I would find a cup and it was $10 or a little onesie for a baby and it was 15. And then I would sell it for the cup would be 20, the onesie would be 30, right? You just double price. It was simple. But if you're a service-based business, I feel your pain because you do have to think it through. You have to think about the people that you're serving. You have to think about the value that you're bringing. You have to think about what kind of financial situation the people are in that you are serving and that you're trying to attract. There's so much that goes into it. And I'm going to be doing a whole masterclass on that for the Academy members as well, because especially if you're a service-based, like that is important. But this is funny too for product-based business owners. I remember when I was selling my collegiate gifts, I had like these Texas Longhorns, really cute baby blankets. There was like a door hanger that you could hang and it said like little Longhorn is sleeping. It was so cute. And then like a little onesie and like a hat that had the longhorn. Everything was burnt orange, right? So I sold them all separately. So it'd be like $20 for the door hanger. And it was like $50 for this blanket because it was gorgeous. Plush blanket, you know, officially licensed. And so I had all these pieces. One day I was like, you know what? I'm going to put all these together. And I made it like $120 or whatever it was. And it really wasn't that big of a discount off pricing them separately. But I just bundled them together, took a cute picture of it, so it looked like this ready gift. All of a sudden, those items were selling so much more than they were separately. I'm like, "What is going on? Why is all of a sudden this so appealing and it's expensive. It's $120, right? Most people aren't right off the bat for their friends spending $120. Usually it's $30, $40, $50, something like that, right? I was astounded. And then from then on, I would package all this stuff together. So if you have a product-based business, toy around with having something sold separately and bundling it all together. Because when you do that, sometimes... That actually allows a consumer to press the easy button, right? You see that on the Staples commercial. It's the easy button. It's like, oh my gosh, there's my sixty dollar gift that I was I was wanting to pay fifty or sixty. There you go. She's gonna get the cup. She's gonna get the bowl. She's gonna get the plate. She's gonna get all of it, and I'm done. And I I that just saved the consumer so much time, right? So if you're a product-based business, think about bundling and getting creative. It's not just like doubling the price and doing something fancy or lowering the price of any of your items. Maybe bundle them together. If you're a service-based business owner, you are going to have to work on how you package your offerings. And it is a little more work and it's a little more trial and error. I have found that out myself. But it's nothing to get down about. I would never be down about how I'm pricing or what I'm doing. It's all a trial and error and you have to kiss a lot of frogs before you get to the prince. Okay, here's one more scenario that I want to give you. And I think this one's crucial. You have got to test out and really analyze the different types of customers that you've been getting. Or if you don't have customers yet, and you're attracting them, and you're getting them, have they been good customers? (laughs) Are they the people that you enjoy? Like, are you like, she is like my perfect client. I love this kind of girl or whatever, or he's my perfect client. I want you to really think through who you're attracting. And if you already have customers, are there certain customers that you are like, that's my favorite kind of customer, or that's the best kind of customer because I can give them the most transformation. I can provide the most value. Whoever that is, hint, hint, market to your favorite kind of people that you know you can give the most transformation to, that you can provide value to. And it's trial and error because you're going to get your low-priced people. Like, let's just say you you sell higher-priced items. But you get your lower price that want a coupon all the time, that want to know when your sales are, because that's the only time they're going to buy. Then you've got your other clients that like get so excited about your products and they see it and they have a gift and they're willing to spend and they get it. Or you have your higher end clients that are like really needy and like want it to be completely wrapped, they want it to be delivered, they need it to be perfectly packaged. These are just examples. I'm not saying that high end customers are like that, I'm just giving you examples where then you figure out in that scenario that you like the middle person. You like the ones that are like excited about the stuff. They don't really seem to ever have returns. They don't complain. They buy the gifts when they need them and they're gone. They're not asking 80 million questions all the time and like pondering this for months and months. Like it's a pretty easy sale. You will have trial and error with your different types of customers and you're looking to find those perfect ones and then you market to those perfect ones. So just know, this business is full of trials and errors. It's all a test. Everything you're doing right now is dating. You're you're testing. You're dating. You're seeing if it fits. You're seeing if you're compatible. You're seeing if your customers like it. If they give you good reviews. If it's an easy sell. And then you're adjusting. Every time you're adjusting. You're like, okay, maybe next time. Maybe it's how you speak to them. Maybe it's what your website says. Maybe it's your pricing. There's a ton of variables. And just know, if you are struggling with a lot of these things, get in the Academy too, because I have the portal where you can ask questions and I personally answer them for you. So I can help you. And then on the live calls, you can ask questions and we can work through this stuff too. But just know, you have to kiss a lot of frogs before you find your business prince. And it is nothing against what you're doing. It is everything about having a smart strategy and testing and evaluating everything you do until you find that perfect offering that sells all the time and it relieves your stress, it saves you time, and it makes customers super happy, right? Okay. So that is it. Go out there and date, date all your products, date all of your different methods for becoming visible and attracting customers, date all your pricing, date the types of customers that you're serving, and even date your business model. And then when you find that perfect one, it's all going to align and it's going to be awesome. I'm so happy for you. I'm so proud of you for being courageous while you get your business going, because this is hard work It is hard work. And you know what? If you are feeling like you are not having some compassion for yourself right now, I have another episode too. I'm going to put that link in here. Have compassion for yourself. Building a business is hard. It's a constant like struggle and figuring out process. Okay. And I'm so proud of you for doing it. You can do this. Keep it simple. Okay. Don't complicate things. Promise me right now. You'll keep it simple. Okay, I'm so excited for you. Have a wonderful day. And if you're not in my Facebook group yet, why aren't you? You need to get in there today. Click the link below, get in my Facebook group. I'd love to have you in there. We have some amazing, amazing women in there who are starting businesses, okay? Okay, have a great day. Bye now. Now this episode may be over, but our relationship does not have to end here.